Hello, Street Fight friends and family, guys, gals, non-binary pals. I hope you're having a wonderful night. It's time for a Street Fight Wednesday, every single week, 6 p.m. Find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash streetfighterradio. Uh, you can chat with everybody else that's watching the show and uh, let us know what you think live while we do it. You can also see our expressions and our smiling faces or frowning faces. We do it all here at Street Fight Radio. Every emotion uh, is shared openly and honestly with you um, until the end of everything. And we promise that as the number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation, we will continue on this journey um, with the support and love from people like you that listen and support by going to patreon.com slash Radio. we're like if you don't even want to hear any of that shit you can just send us money if you think it would help if you want brian to get a lego roller coaster right uh if you want me to beat back some of my health care bills i gotta get on the phone for those but uh patreon.com has really good content that's the, that's the great thing about it is that you should be listening to it brian puts his heart and soul into finding some of the worst guys and gals and non-binary pals that there are and uh, sharing them with all of you. So if you want that, head over to that uh, Patreon, five bucks. And I'm going to send out some uh, coupons, discount codes for the merch. So including a new Lego sticker that's on the way. So stay tuned. Check your Patreons and your emails. Check your emails. Always check your emails. Even though there's 1,700 of them staring you in the face, just scan for that Street Fight email. That's how I check my email now is I go in and type the name of whatever it is I'm trying to find. And just that's how I find it. Cause I don't fucking know how, like, I'm yeah. not going to delete everything. I'm tired of it. I went through a few times where I deleted all 3000 of them. And then it's like, well, there's just going to be 3000 more, you know, it's like never going to end. Yeah. Um, I let mine go, go wild uh, after, I got divorced last year and then I beat it back and then I beat it back again. This is the third time back up over a thousand. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, not 90% of this is bullshit because I've been through the process twice now and I can just, I mean, I scan it. I can always like, I have, I can always tell when someone's like mad or something went wrong. Like it I get, there's like a million notifications happening all the time. The important stuff gets to me. The email is not informing me of shit. I go into like, yeah, I, I searched the other day. Uh, I think it was somebody on here told me to look for uh, lush ball powder. It's called silk underwear, which, okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I looked that up. I looked that up. Now I'm a lush guy. I get like 87 okay. lush things. And well, I didn't buy them. I just was on the website. They always, here's what happens. They're always like, we'll give you 10% off. If you put your email address in here and I'm like, well, what if I buy something right now? I'll get that 10%, off. <laughs> but I never end up buying anything. And then I've just given them my email address. Yeah. Um, I would say go into the store and just so you don't can't like hover over anything. You just grab it and go. Well, I'm a big put a bunch of stuff in the cart and not buy it when I see the price. God. Yeah, that's fun. It's kind of that can be fun sometimes. I mean, it's like it, it's like when I used to hang out at the mall as a kid. You're walking around, you look at Chess King and DJ, see what they got in there. 
you, you stop at KB Toys and see the video games and stuff, and then you start running a tally in your head, like, oh, if I have $500, my whole life would be better. And then yeah. uh, you just leave. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I would buy these shoes to go with uh, these jeans to go with this hat and this shirt. Uh, <laughs> that was how I was, man. I loved looking at I love looking at clothes I couldn't get. Oh, did I just love it. I actually went yeah. searching for the uh, um, history of DJs uh, the other day just so I could read about it because I missed it. And um, yeah. not a lot of people reminiscing about DJs out there, which is that's a yet another thing that we're out over here reminiscing about that nobody's talking about. Uh, I Actually, before I get into this next thing, I do want to say this. Um, so talking about the, the one guy, I use them all, right? Yeah. The guy I, I am covering on Holy Boys this week. I, I never have come out of one of these with hate in my heart. Like really real true. Uh, I think the world would be better without this guy. And I wish something bad would happen to him. Uh, uh, yeah, James Dobson, I think, is one of the worst people I've ever... I've never listened to somebody so evil, just purely evil and influential in the world. Right. Uh, and I just... I mean, he, he, he hates... Like, he really hates gay people a lot. Like, and, and is, like, looked at as a legitimate voice in in arguments about stuff and i just goodness gracious uh djs is spelled d-e-j-a-i-z they're asking um but i hate the guy i don't know was that just a store in the mall just in columbus no it was a national chain and then king bottom how was it spelled d-e-j-a-i-z you don't you didn't shop at djs we had the djs game in my neighborhood you go in and you touch the back wall and then get back without anybody stopping to talk to you. That's where you get your IOU jeans. That's where you get your yeah. I t-shirts. That's where you like yeah. all that stuff. And they had a really cool vibe of like a blue light and like sort of like it was like the walls were kind of black and they had like a blue light. It's like when I watched that Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. And they were talking about the vibe and the atmosphere at an Abercrombie and Fitch. I just, that was DJs for me. Like okay. that, that was like my joint, dude. They had the best bags, the best logo and the best stuff. Yeah. I, I do remember. I didn't remember the name of it, uh, but I know the store. Yeah. And then I remember when it became chess king as well. Yes, yes, yes. That's called the buckle game where I'm from. So <laughs> they have several different versions of the DJ's game. The buckle is, no, it's not like Spencer's crossed with PacSun. They said it's like Spencer's methanol no. cereal. Let me explain what it is. For you youngsters, there was this type of store, uh, Chess King and DJ's, where they sold like, what would, what is, kind of streetwear it's like this this the streetwear that you would get now you know, it was called stockingware it was called urbanware back then right not it, not by them but like the marketplace uh yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of like stockx but mass produced it's like supreme but mass produced 
basically. Uh, Cross Colors, Carl Kanai, uh, IOU was the cheap one, but if you were wearing it, you were looking fresh. Like it didn't matter that it was cheap, you know? Yeah. Um, $20 jeans is, is what it was, but yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah. Um, there's a, um, yeah, I mean like cross colors blew up everything because they started making jeans that had a small waist with like huge legs on them and it became a huge hit and took over like all the department stores. And then there became so many like urban wear brands taking over the mall that then these uh, smaller shops could just order basically from that the same way that buckle just orders from swag rock, swag rock brands, you know, and like, yeah. um, country brands or whatever. Hot country tits for twenty. Country fried rock and rollers. I know Supreme is mass produced, but they don't make as many Supreme things as they did this stuff. It, this was like you can't buy Supreme at a store. You can buy that stuff. You, yeah, you could go into a mall. It was it was mall shit. Yeah. Yeah, and and like so the DJs. Okay, now Just Flesh says, did they sell serial killer tees? Now you're getting that mixed up. You're getting DJs now mixed up with Gadzooks. Yeah. And uh different place. Different vibe. Got, hey, and listen, Gadzooks and Pac Sun were fresh too. I'm not even shitting on it. I shopped at Gadzooks when I was when I was coming up. I think I was in my twenties. Uh <laughs> yeah, they had some nice glow in the dark stuff. Some cool yep. plastic neon green pants. Good pants. Good pants. Yeah. Nice uh, swooshy pants. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had kickwear there. You could get kickwear right. at, at Gadzooks. We called it Gadzooks. Uh, that store was, Gadzooks is funny because, like, kind of, kind of more of a redneck store, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of offensive, just funny shit. Like, come on, that's funny, you know? It'd just be like a shadow of uh, a woman going down on the driver that you put in the back of your truck, you know? Yeah, like Fox, Fox More racing. Like, they so they were big selling on the Fox racing stuff, which I would never wear. All I, all I remember they that. had they had like the BJ subs, like with like a woman swallowing a whole sub, and then they had like um some some sort of like advertisement for a bar that said like poker in the front and liquor in the back. They had a lot of just stupidly crude. They had the, a lot of the pimp daddy shirts and also the um the uh, work shirts that would say like oh, yeah. playboy for the name. Yep. 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 You couldn't get serial killer t-shirts in the suburbs in, in Ohio and in Columbus. Yeah, at least sure. you had to go to campus to get it. Cause I had one, they didn't even sell the good ones either. I had one with Austin powers on it and it just said penis pump under it, but it also said serial killer really small next to it. So I wore it, but like, that's the only shirt I've ever worn that had something dirty on it was the penis pump shirt. Oh, I also, I did get this at Gadzooks. I think I had a porn star hat, but the brand, yeah. not just saying I was right. a porn star. It was a brand. Actually, so. I mean, probably would get a lot on Depop or something. I definitely would <laughs> buy it immediately if I saw it. <laughs> they don't. I mean, that stuff never like that was such a weird, that's such a weird lost time. In like in fashion because like i don't feel like i feel like we skipped back over it again like people don't talk about i don't know i haven't seen a lot of fox racing stuff i haven't seen no fear come back you know what i mean like those things 
Because no fear. They I refined, wore some no fear. Yeah. Near, nobody owns no fear. No one wants to spend the money to revive it. It's, the, you know, it's just a distant memory. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah you I, had to, yeah, I don't know. Tough guy shit. I don't know. What do, what do, what do like um, edgy rednecks wear these days? Have they all gone Blue Lives Matter? Yeah, because nine line apparel and grunt style and shit. They got they they got rid of all the like, hey, I'm not a racist guy shirts because no right. fear affliction for a period of time was like I wear an affliction shirt. Yes, I probably am racist. Yeah, but it doesn't automatically signify racism. Right. And and the buckle is a bonker store, by the That's way. Great. It, and one now now we're talking a brand and one was like i would never wear it because i always saw it as a ripoff of jordan uh but i also would never wear um no starter and one i saw and one as like a starter you know like i i don't know I, mean, I, I gotta have a starter well i know and one was the best they had the funniest fucking shirts there's those shirts rock especially if you cut the sleeves off of them and whoop someone's ass <laughs> that just has a shirt with a guy that says I'm the mayor of this town on it, you know, or like uh, hold, hold my, hold this ball while I, while I hold your girlfriend. Yeah. Cause I was trying to, what was I trying to explain to you, Brett, the other day when I talked about like dudes that wear like those fucking shirts from the early two thousands that would have like huge anime characters on them. And they were like button-up shirts, and yeah. they were like a, a rayon, or what were like club shirts. Club yeah. shirts. Those were truly the craziest times of of my life. Like I, I mean, didn't even wear those. Those have been folded into reality. I think most kids are ordering like polyester clothes off Wish.com, but not in the large bowling shirt style. Although me and you, while in Las Vegas. You were kind of nudging me to try to buy a $700 Gucci Frankenstein bowling sh club shirt. Look, it was the same thing. It was just a disgusting polyester shirt. Yeah. But these had like, these had like scenes of a. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, total like going super saiyan and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Also hyper color is it, you can get, we could have a hyper color street fight shirt made. I looked it up. That okay. they do, they do have, but the hypercolor IP is fucked up. Like, so they can't. They're not going to make them that say hypercolor on them. But you can commercially get for a commercial for merch. You can get hypercolor shirts to sell. Okay. And uh, I looked it up. It, it was. It's really. It's really wild. Like they're not super expensive, but like I just I saw it and I was like, I don't know why people ain't taking advantage of this. Like selling a hypercolor shirt, you, but you make a million dollars doing that. Just yeah, people forgot. I, I don't think people want to be showing off how sweaty they are. I don't think that's appealing to people. <laughs> your nips were always showing too. That like your nips would be a different color, or right under your titties, like yeah, right under my sweat. titties would always be one color. And I didn't even have titties back then, but right under them would be one. I, you're right, dude. Those were a bad shirt idea. That's like the blacklight craze in teenagers' rooms. It's like, don't do blacklights in a teenager's room because yeah. everybody that walks in there 
Right. Listen, I'm going to tell you, every teenager <laughs> has come all over him. Every teenage boy has come all over his pants and his shirt and everything else. That's just the way it is, man. Right. You know? Um, Looking at an and one, take my card. I'm giving you the business. <laughs> Listen to this one. I believe in recycling. I'm going to use you over and over. <laughs> just aggressive so, shirts. They have to come back. I, I mean, they have to come back eventually. So okay. I had to bring this up uh, because I got a few messages from people and they told me about the Fiji water situation. Not a okay. good company. Like it oh, actually yeah. comes from Fiji and those people, huh. you know, they need the water more than I do. No more Fiji sure. for Brian. Uh, I've moved on to a new kind and uh, I think it's even better because it has an alkaline reading on the oh. side of it. It's called flow and it's alkaline oh. water and comes in a box instead okay. of a, instead of a bottle. It's a box. That's better. You can throw right. that away, but also has a very high alkaline content. So I'm all set on alkaline for your jazz. Yeah. That's for the time of- being. Wake up every morning, <laughs> check it off the list. Yeah, don't. I mean, Hawaiian water isn't a good choice either. They're they've got fucked by the government and uh, fight for their lives there to get clean drinking water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I got off Fiji because I, I I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to be a part of that. But sure. then it's like you see this alkaline and you're like, it's on a lot of the bottles, and I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Every person in America that's worrying about their alkaline, it's a hundred percent got tricked into it by advertising. And it's kind of incredible how good of a job they've done. I never heard the goddamn word alkaline except for in regards to batteries <laughs> until yeah. like three or four years ago. You know what I mean? But now people are like, oh, that's got a good alkaline content in it. I'm liking it. Because I also I mean, went. This, this is the age of. This is the most woo-woo age we've had for a very long time. Because I think, a, just a decade ago, this would have been called bullshit. But now people are really into finding their own medicine off Instagram. You know, and uh, that's the <laughs> shit they trust. It makes more sense to them that it's as simple as you just drink different water, and then your body is better. They really. People have such a childish way of thinking about their own health, you know, as been we've seen through the the COVID pandemic as it continues on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm on this flow water in a box. Uh, I did go looking for a more sustainable situation, but Uh I made this big rule on myself. Okay. Uh, uh, I didn't want to buy a water purifier. Um, Unless it can also make seltzer water. Smart. Like, I, that I two things. Yeah. Two things that it would make, right? Guess Smart. what? Not even invented. You can't even get one. Anyway, really? You can't get one. Unless you're a commercial venture. Then you could get this one place that sells Wait. them uh, for businesses. But you got to put all your information in. I'm assuming we're talking you- four figures. All you do is you get both. You just use the filtered water in your seltzer maker. That's all you got to do. I don't want to do a soda stream. That is literally the only seltzer company out there. One. Uh, Uh I got to be able to do the 
the the flavors because I'm not even a seltzer drinker in the house. Um, and I just want a machine that I've invented. Flavors you just pour in. Huh? You just pour the flavors in. Right. I'm trying to come up with a machine that I invented. Oh, that okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Shark Tank. It purifies the water. Uh, here's what I'm figuring on here. How big is this fucking unit going to be? So small, dude. Is, is That's the thing I came it? up with. I came up with this, right? So they make these because I looked into this and you're looking at 150 bucks for one of these things. The, um, the water purifier with the big blue bottle, right? But it goes uh -huh. underneath and it's hidden. So then it just looks like you've got a water purifier just sitting there, right? Without okay. any water on it. How much? The, that's 150 bucks. Okay, and then monthly subscription to the water or whatever? Yes. What I'm saying is, I don't care if people see the blue water gimmick. Put that no, on people, top. You know what I people mean? People love that. I like that. It's a funny gimmick. That's what I'm saying. You're just like, this put, is my home office. Put a, put a coffee fucking next to the thing, too. <laughs> put, no, it might put, trigger people. It's only funny to us because we don't work. Put it. Put the bottle on top, right? Uh -huh. And then put the tank in the part where the bottle would go if the blue <clears throat> thing wasn't on top. Huge okay. tank, too. We're talking about, like, a tank that lasts six months. Like, I that much gas? seltzer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, seltzer. And then, boom, you got, you got, okay, so you got a handle right here with uh, cold water. You okay. got a handle right here with room temperature water. You got a handle here with hot water. And then you have a fourth handle. That's for seltzer water. That seems like the easiest thing in the world to invent of all time. I can't, I can't think of anything easier to invent. Yet nobody's out here selling those things. And then somebody's like, oh, they do have them, but only in Europe. And they're, they got to be hooked up to your tap. And I ain't fucking doing nothing for my tap. They, I rent this place. They aren't getting my money. You know, I'm Where not going to make the water from. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm not going to add something. I'm not going to add a new faucet to uh -oh. my faucet but yeah over there in faucet. europe they have one they have a, a faucet that purifies and makes seltzer water over there and it costs three thousand nine hundred ninety nine monies i didn't <laughs> i didn't know what the money was, was or where like was a little at. a c or an e with like strikes through it could not figure it out couldn't like even... a music note look like a bass clap <laughs> i don't know it just i just saw it and i said now that's four thousand monies um which could mean anything to me yeah. in my head, you know, and that can mean $4 or sure. $8,000. You never fucking know with those different monies. Hard so, to tell. Yeah. Euros. So man, you love Europe, man. They got bidets over there, which I also have. Right. And uh, yeah, I just need this. Europe is like, they just know about how to fucking live life with water. They have some, they have a lot of shit figured out. Yeah. Two things for sure. So Brett, did you see, uh, the people giving, uh, advice on how to, uh, become like rich today or no. over the week on Twitter? No. Okay. So two people, 
I can't imagine these people are older than 35. That's I'm okay. guessing 35 years old. I don't exactly know, but I saw two people giving career advice. So I want to I wanted to read a little bit of this to you. This is from uh, Finn Biz Jedi. So that's financial Finn, not yeah. fish. I know when me and you see Finn, we think fish because we ain't trying to think of financial. And so he's a financial business Jedi. Uh, looks to me like he does trader. He's a discretionary trader, fake job. And he's into equities, also fake, and uh, Bitcoin and crypto. So all this all stuff right. this guy's in, fake stuff. Okay. Just loves money, just money for you. Fiat, he does. crypto. <laughs> he's just trading money trading money I, i'm i'm obsessed with it i spend all my time it's all my hobbies my my hobbies are money my hobbies are bitcoin my hobbies are real estate uh, annuities uh, insurance uh, that's my entire life you I know he probably, you know he probably knows the money i didn't know though right oh, just yeah. now like he knew he would look at it and be like that's Ooh. you know a sh shilling or whatever. I don't know any of the money. Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> a quid. That's a quid right there. At, at the very Four least, that's quid? a quid. <laughs> I listen to a British podcast now. And they'll be bringing up quid and stuff like that. But I'm starting to like their language now. I'm starting to get like really into. Oh, it's they're the They're the people I was telling you they say half to for the time. And um, I'm like. I was trying to figure out if it was 2.30 or 1 o'clock. Have to the next? <laughs> well, okay, so what just time half? is it? It's half eight. And I just was like, that could be any time to me. You know? Because they're talking about, I did this at half eight. They're also always talking about getting... Eight and a half? 8.30 or 4 or 7.30. It could be 7.30, I was thinking. Because Why half would be 8.30? Oh, like the previous, like it's Roman numerals where you have to put like the one before the V to make four just, and shit. I, I'll go with 830. I'm letting it go. I'll say it's 830, but half eight is not an effective way. And then they'll bring up quid and also buying crisps at mm. the Chinese restaurant. So okay, that, that is, oh, we don't do that here at all. French fries at the Chinese restaurant. Um, also, a you few don't of even just, go to Chinese restaurants. That's true. But they also don't sell fries. Um, those people were, they did come over here for wrestling two weeks ago for double or nothing and spent like four days in Vegas and were just like, and, and hey, listen, one thing you got to say about Columbus, Ohio, or Ohio, America, the United States of America, they said we have the best gas stations in the world, in the fucking world. So there you go. And then they went through their favorite fast foods. And it might shock you all. Panda Bullets. Express. Panda it was Express. Bullets. Panda Express. I'm so curious about Panda Express because <laughs> when I do DoorDash, um, the, I do so many fucking Panda Express orders. I'm like, I said, I texted Rachel and was like, is, is like Panda Express the shit or something? Like, why am I always <laughs> delivering multiple orders from this fucking Panda Express? Two but that's British because of, people. I'm on also. campus. So it's like, it's it's a lesser power. Yes, yes. British two, people overall have a lesser power too. 
two British people come over here and say our best fast food is something that none of us eat, that me and you read a whole story about having yeah. some crazy stuff going on. So there's that. All right, here's our first piece of advice from Finn Biz Jedi. This uh, tweet starts out, unsolicited career advice. Work your butt off in your 20s. Forget about work-life balance and all the other BS you hear about. You're still young. You can test yourself physically and train your mind to work under long, intense pressure. Identify limits, have fun, and keep fit for energy. Now, um, fitness, you know, that's not the worst thing in a world. You do have more energy when you, when you, you try to stay fit. I don't feel but, like oh, that's... I'm sorry. No, I don't think that's a bad bit of advice. But I do think that if your job is in the financial business and you're saying you can test yourself physically and train your mind to work under long, intense pressure, I mean, what are you really doing? You know, what's the yeah. fucking job? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, I also think it's ridiculous to tell someone they have to work 10 hours a day and also exercise like that's no <laughs> Fuck no. There's no time for fucking exercise in a 12-hour day. Sit on a ball, brother. Yeah, you know? pedal under your desk. I mean, I guess I don't I just imagine they just stare at like everybody they're just stuck in front of their computers and they make decisions about who they steal money from or maximize the way to get money out of the market and just watch. I don't fucking know. I don't I don't know what it's why it's worth so much. So can I give the opposite advice as this guy? Um, I think that in your 20s, you should be fucking trying everything that you possibly can. If you have a thing you want to do. Everybody I know that walked out of fucking high school and got a job at a warehouse or went to college, uh, me included, did not take full advantage of their 20s. At all. It would have been so fresh if I would have taken advantage of my 20s. I didn't do it. I was fucking at a cable company the whole fucking time. Or, or like, I was at a fucking, uh, 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 taking calls at a call center. I'm, I'm a comedian now, which leads me to believe I probably could have fucking been a comedian then. But I never tried anything. Because I thought the job is to go to work. I'll, I'll even bring up another person, which I have a sister that did the same thing. Got right out of fucking high school, went straight to fucking work at Nationwide Insurance, burned out before she was 30, and is now working at restaurants as a, a, a chef. And, and like, what if she had been working as a chef in her 20s? What would that have been? These fucking people tell you to just hand your 20s over to your job. And it's the stupidest shit in the fucking world, man. I'd be doing 500 push-ups a day if I was 20 right now. If they were just like, Brian, you're 20, I'd be like, all right, I know what I'm fucking doing. I'm going to work real hard on not working for the rest of my life. <laughs> you push-ups instead of work? You would be avoiding work with push-ups? Bro, I did no push-ups in my 20s. Could you imagine how many push-ups I could have done if I would have just back then been like, I'm just going to do push-ups every day. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't fucking do anything. I woke up every day and miserably went to work doing whatever the 
fuck I was doing, working overtime for extra money, and then coming home and being fucking broke anyway, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's easy looking backwards on it, but, like, I don't think that the opportunity is there for the average person, your average kid getting thrown out on their ass in their 20s is just going to be fighting to stay to survive i mean the jobs don't pay shit people treat you like shit and uh it's hard to to have that extra breathing room that's like i can do stuff because i have extra money now you know i'm older a little bit more income but i don't know it's it's fucking hell i always wonder if me and you though are in a a a pretty extreme minority of people who got kicked out on their ass when they hit adult. Yeah. It's true. Not everybody does. Yeah. You can, some people can live with their parents. I I think that's, I mean, perfectly acceptable. I wish I could have went back home. I really wish I could have had a few years to just save money and maybe figure some shit out, but I would, could not go back to my house. (laughs) So, uh, uh, yeah. So I, um, was really kind of stuck just floundering around, uh, trying to make my way. I mean, I, I think about when, not even like considering moving out next year, like not even, it's not even in her mind that she's thinking, I, I, I'm going to get out of here, get the fuck out of here. And I don't want her to leave. I don't, I don't care. But I know that by the time I was 14, I was like, I have got to get the fuck out of here. And then I clinged on for one more year before they kicked me out. But when I turned 19. I, I turned 18. I clinged on for like one more year. They ended up fucking kicking me out and, and I was just gone and on my ass and I never was able to go back. I, I mean, I think once you get kicked out, you're fucking never going back anyway. It's like, fuck you, you know, but I did try to go back and they wouldn't let me go back. But I really don't know if I am, if I had a majority experience, like my wife didn't get kicked out, but she right. left because her parents were like, you're going to live under my house. You're going to live by my rules. That's, that's why she ends up leaving. You know what I mean? But I do think that more people, I I do wonder if most people could just stick around till they're like 24 and nobody would be mad at them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess there was, I I do, I do forget that. And I talked to a lot of people that just have decent human being parents. I forget that a lot of people are just decent folks, you know, yeah. I'm surrounded by them now and I'm like one of them, but then I also just know that there's so many garbage parents out there still. And, you know, circumstances is a big situation, you know, a big part of that as well. You know, I don't know. I, I'll say this to, on my end. Uh, my parents could afford to have me in the house. I think, I mean, yeah. they're not fucking rich, but they go on cruises a couple times a year and drive i guess sports cars i mean miata it's like not impressed with it but he thinks it's a sports car so they're tight that they had a camper and all their kids moved out roughly around the same time you know we're all adult we're all within like three or four years of each other so like they could have afforded to have me around they did they like didn't want me around and listen i'm not defending them but fuck, I don't even know if I would want me from my 20s around here, mm-hmm. this house. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot. It's a fucking lot. But I'll also say this. As soon as I got 
kicked out. I did get the job as a roofer. And then I went back to my parents' house to get my stuff. And my dad said, said, you can't be a roofer. So I I think I was out no matter what. (laughs) I don't think there was ever a chance that I was going to make it or last. But I do think most people's parents are relatively decent. And also, the other thing about it is want to be around their kids. Because I think with my parents, they just... You know, they just didn't want me around, you know, which is, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I'm a lot of parents don't want to, a lot of parents don't want to deal with their kids becoming grown up. So a lot of parents have a weird thing where they make their kids, their like self-esteem uh, and they're like too much up their ass. Uh, but also just like, um, I don't know. I think that as long as you can just treat them like a growing, growing adult, then yeah, that. It's not that bad. I would love to be able to just be understood. <laughs> I would have hung around a lot longer if I could just yes. say what's on my mind. Or if, yeah, if there was more of a uh, a dialogue going, you know? What's funny because the reason you got kicked out and the reason I got kicked out are so different. You know what I mean? Such yeah. weird differences. Because I your get- reason, I, I well, yeah, you didn't get kicked out. But basically, your reason was nuts to me when I heard it. I don't, I mean, I just, I just, uh, escaped in the middle of the night like yeah. as, soon as, as soon as i turned 18 i knew i was old enough to sign a contract and i saved up as much money as i could and just grabbed everything and left in my car with like two boxes of shit in the back yeah yeah well yeah because your parents were mad at you for not liking george bush <laughs> <laughs> no that, that i always understood it that way <laughs> I always understood it as you had to leave because your parents were mad. You were bad mouth in America, which is fresh. I'm into that. That uh, was a different time. Was that? Wait, never mind. That was when I was in high. You're right. I did. I said that we deserve 9 11. I yes! did say that and got kicked out of the house. That was a huge <laughs> fight. You're right. I do remember because then I graduated in 2002 and I, and I got out. Yeah. <laughs> funniest reason i've ever heard to get we deserve 9-11 you will leave as soon as i'm not legally responsible for you mine was uh um so when i was in high school i wasn't allowed to get a car uh i i was i was not allowed to get my license when i was in high school unless i got good grades so i was like okay uh i guess I, so I haven't gotten good grades. I never end up getting my license. And I'm still kind of mad at the fact that they didn't just let me get my license and not let me drive. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would have been the fucking move is to be like, listen, you can get your fucking license all you want. You're not allowed to drive until you get good grades. And so I don't have my license. I'm 19 years old. And my parents go, uh, you're going to pay $50 a month rent. Now, I, was, I didn't have money. Cause I didn't have a job. I had no money, no way to make money. And they were like, uh, if you don't get the fuck out of here, uh, or if you don't get a job by the end of next week, you're kicked out. And I was like, uh, okay, but I didn't have a car and I didn't live on the bus line and there was nothing around where we were living. And when the time came, they were like, did you get a job? And I'm like, no. How would I have done that? And they were like, well, yeah. get out. And then I left and didn't talk to him for like five years. Uh, that, I mean, which is like, I get to a point now where it's just like, 
it's pointless to be mad about that kind of shit. But like, um, talk about it. I do. I do talk about it, I guess. But yeah, so that that is one side. Here's another person, Sahil Bloom on Twitter. Um, this is a person giving advice if you're 16 to 24 and you're trying to get ahead. And he's got an idea for you. Okay, Brett? Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Next Saturday morning, put on a button-down shirt and grab a notebook and pen. Okay? Go uh -huh. to a local coffee shop and buy a big jug of coffee. Take 10 disposable cups and some creamer. Pick a nearby nicest neighborhood and head there. Pick a house and ring the doorbell. If someone answers, say something like, good morning, I'm, I'll say Brian, and I'm 42, and I'm trying to learn more about different careers. Would you mind if I took 10 minutes of your time over a coffee and asked you a few questions about your work? <laughs> he goes, the craziest thing I've ever heard somebody suggest people do. Like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants you at their door, ever. There is never a time where somebody wants you at their door. I promise you. I don't even care if you're asking them about your job. They don't want you there. No um, I like precocious kids at my door. I oh, can make time for a nerdy little kid. <laughs> Bring a coffee to your house, sit down and talk about your career with them. That, um, really, you're throwing them to the wolves because those old people that answer are going to trap them in the house for an hour. And yeah. tell them about like how they used to have to to break bulls with no gloves on and shit like that, and tell them that they'll have to like um, bail hay, or that they they started working for a nickel down at a chicken place that had a racist name that is now a famous restaurant. You know, <laughs> that is another thing I was gonna say. I, I was like, this is not accounting for several different things but the amount of racist advice you'll get yeah. doing something like this is <laughs> i mean i know it, 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 i think it, the amount of racist advice you get will leave people very uncomfortable <laughs> um when you sit with the person ask them a few questions brett uh what do you do for work what skills does that require what do you enjoy most about it what do you find most challenging? How do you get started in it, et cetera? Take notes with the notebook and pen you brought. Now, so I think that in the age of the internet, it is much easier to find people that are in the field that you are trying to work in. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? No, I mean, I don't know. I can't, I can't say it's a bad idea. I think oh. that no kid wants to do it, but there are so many people that are interested in helping kids and that like want to help kids and knowing them in person, they might say, I know a place where you can like intern at or something like that, or you could talk to somebody. And that's what this it's, guy you're is in, You're increasing the opportunity to, for a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's just a lot of labor. And also most kids are too awkward to do this. Um, and it's like really a dream of a 30 year old to think that they're going to go back with, with their 16 year old brain and be able to accomplish anything like this. <laughs> I would cannot. I mean, they would think that I was going to, to do like a home invasion. I know if I pulled up and I had a yellow, like a plastic wallet chain, like a giant thick one. 
and a huge pair of Jinkos on with blue hair. And I knocked on the door, pretend they're pretending with a clipboard. They think I'm going to like knock their house over. Yeah, well, you're you're looking at a certain type of kid, and and you it's know it's a nerd. It's a nerd. It's this. It's the kids that bring roller backpacks. It's the no. um, I yeah, don't know briefcase though, kids. There's briefcase kids. No, there's tech I think, kids. There's so many Gary V kids. Yeah, these that's days. what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fucking Gary V teens. This is a Gary V team maneuver. They show up with their curly hair, and they're like, "Y'all probably gonna be a CEO." You know, they just, they, you tell them, well, I work, you know, I have a, a decent, I have a union job for UPS. I've been working at it, you know, for this long. And they're like, yeah, I'll probably be the CEO of my own shipping company instead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a CEO at NFT.com. <laughs> it's so funny. You're so right about the Gary V teens because i didn't know who gary v was until my daughter told me all the boys at her school are really into gary v and uh one of the kids at their school did a whole project where there was a lot of gary v memes that mm -hmm. they uh had on the project so they they certainly do i mean i just don't know i don't i think if we're talking about like real geek kids like we're talking about the the boy scout right or eagle scout kids no we're those talking about guys. any of those loved kids that you were just talking about that don't have to yeah. rebel against their parents by <laughs> looking insane or shoving <laughs> shoving safety pins through their fucking ears and shit yeah yeah i mean i also have to lean so I, many nerd, I, your daughter's a nerd that could do this your daughter is such a could walk into anybody's house and i swear to god she could get a secretary position at, at somebody's fucking office building in in where in the neighborhood you live in and like business people are so obsessed with themselves although they are probably going to take advantage that's the other problem is yeah. that they're going to see you cheap labor so you, yeah. they might you know see you as they know you're looking. an hour yeah <laughs> my i mean my daughter has been informed that uh she's the best trainee that they've had at the coffee shop in a very long time uh she, she bragged to me two times this week about how much your boss likes her and uh told me a really good story uh i'll tell you the story real quick brett uh her boss comes in he has some hot sauce and uh he's like hey you're gonna try this hot sauce and she was like sure i'll try it she tries it uh he's like how is it and she goes uh that's yeah, all right you know i wish it had a better flavor than pain you know what i mean because she's the same way as me it's like pain by you yeah well no she's just saying like You're dogmatic in your approach you don't even allow a habanero in the house she doesn't even know that there's flavorful habanero she's never had a hard bark sauce <laughs> i'm gonna get a habanero in this house i promise so she goes it's okay he's like i made it and she goes she goes to me if i'd known he made it i'd have told him it was great and i'm like don't i mean you're smart you're doing the right fucking thing but don't fall in love with this guy he's still your boss <laughs> Like not love in a literal, like what I'm just saying, like <laughs> this guy's still your boss, dude. You don't have to lie to him. But if, if your boss has you try hot sauce, maybe just say it's good. You know, I, um, I think they respect you more if you give some constructive criticism. Yeah. If you're bold yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so think he probably, he probably was like, okay, well, you know, Gwen knows her hot sauce. She knows what she likes can't she please everybody either 
doesn't know her hot sauce either at all. Doesn't not she eats Taco Bell hot sauce. Right. That's the hot sauce she likes. I can't get her on some Cholula. Oh, you Cholula. know, oh, that one's so good. Yeah, yeah, that was so funny to me that she she uh, she said if I had known that I I definitely would have told him. Uh, so did you? Oh, Kiyosaki. I I somebody sent me Ooh. a list of Robert Kiyosaki's best uh, bet ten best tweets of the year. Okay. Uh, Thought we might run through these. Some of them might be nothing. Some of them we we'll get into the mind of old rich dad, poor dad. Uh, yeah, love him. For people who don't know Robert, he's Kiyosaki, a monster. Yeah, he made up a dad that is better <laughs> than his real dad. Yeah, and wrote a book about it. <laughs> Took the nation by storm, and now he's like a slumlord. He like trains slumlords now. Yeah. He made up a more successful dad than his real dad. That's such a <laughs> bold a, move, dude. That's the best yeah. get back. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, dad. You're the poor dad. And he's like, who's the rich dad? And he's like, that's the thing. I fucking made it up. I'm your dad, baby. <laughs> and now I'm dead. <laughs> I'm the rich dad's dad. Came from my head. <laughs> Number one. Um, Wow. Words of wisdom. So this is words of wisdom, Brett. Okay. Your profits are made when you buy, not when you sell. Price of Bitcoin crashing. Great news. I bought Bitcoin at $6,000 and $9,000. I will buy more if and when Bitcoin tests 20000 Time to get richer is coming. Silver, best bargain today. Silver is still 50% below high. So... He's, he's for this? Yeah, he's Bitcoin and, and and he's doing Bitcoin. Is this recent? 2021. Oh, okay. Best tweets of 2021. Okay. Uh, Best tweets? From who? That's what they're saying. From Robert Kiyosaki from Business Insider. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe a guy like this is a Bitcoin guy. You would think all of his rich, like, buddies would be like don't be a bitcoin guy dude because that's not going to turn out well but even um, guys like this are falling for it yeah i think he probably has a ton of money and probably has a negligible amount of money in bitcoin um that's true. only as more of like a gamble basically instead of going to the casino <laughs> he just took that money and bought bitcoin with it instead and hopes that it goes up but also when you see all the money guys and all the fin guys doing stuff it does make shit happen you know so they they all bought in so it is going to see i'm interested to see how they're gonna who's gonna like fall off the, the ship now you know yeah so i mean people it's fucking weird because like you know that the people that are going broke are people that weren't really right. rich anyway they bought know? as soon as it was all over the news as soon as they were like bitcoins at record high Ethereum's at record high. A bunch of people went and bought stuff, and then it that lost half its value. Yeah, because yeah. um, I mean, basically, I'll tell you why. People because people put their fucking stimulus it. in there. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> World number two. World War Three. Just bought twenty five hundred U.S. silver eagles and five green boxes. Why silver? Gold already moved up. Bitcoin still too high. Silver fifty percent below all time high. Silver. Okay an industrial metal as well as money i buy silver because it's liquid and can be spent without government tracking 
What's okay. Robert up to? <laughs> yeah, just bars of silver. Man, I used to ask this silver guy I knew what he was going to do with the silver every time. They never have an answer for you. You can't fucking yeah. buy a house with silver. You can't just be like, here's your silver, sir. Uh, oh, that's $450,000. Here is a bunch of silver that's worth yeah. that amount. Yeah, um, I, man, I don't know. I get The thing about all of that stuff is it has to become American money before like anybody will take it. Like that's uh -huh. what fucks everybody out of that situation. They have a stranglehold on what has what we want and need to get by. Yeah, I like American money. That I, I mean, if I was to invest in a currency, it would be American money <laughs> because I can use that to, to buy things like Legos and lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a plan B? We're in the biggest bubble in the world history: bubbles and stocks, real estate, commodities, and oil. Future possible depression with hyperinflation my plan b be an entrepreneur <laughs> stay out of the stock market create own assets use debt as money save gold silver bitcoin and guns what, what does that even mean use debt as money i don't know what that is uh the, man they do some so they have so many fucking tricks man once you have money you have so many fucking tricks I wish I could use debt as money. I know. I would have so much money. I know. If what if, yeah, give us a level playing field. Let the proletariat use their debt as money. Let's do fucking a flip flop. However much in debt you are, that's how much you actually have. <laughs> you know who would be hot under the collar hearing debt as money? Dave Ramsey. Oh, God. Oh, would he be yelling right now? Oh, angry man. I actually heard him say once that him and Robert Kiyosaki are friends, but he disagrees with them on everything. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's too, he's too ostentatious. Just too, too ostentatious. It's dead. Got bills. Yeah. People taking on loans to sell out a duplex or some shit or buying mm -hmm. a piece of real estate to put a, a subway or like a coin-operated laundry play, laundromat. Yeah. That's the business there, baby. I mean, that's a, if I'm a finance fin guru, that's what I'm doing. You hey, buy a for laundromat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, All right. just, everybody needs them. <laughs> Biden and the Fed want inflation to pay off trillions in debt. Best investment may be stocking products you will always use, such as toilet paper. You will always use that. You always got to wipe He's your ass. Trying to create another run on toilet paper? And other stuff, trash bags, which actually not Every, something you need. There's so many trash bags everywhere. <laughs> well, even if there wasn't, like, I have a lot of confidence that I could figure out a trash bag situation. If they were like, we're out of a trash bag starting tomorrow, I think I could, I'm confident I'd figure it out. You know? Okay. Uh, next thing, canned goods. So... They always tell you to buy that. They, that's like a whole boomer generation thing where they're just like, you got to have a lot of canned goods. They love that sure. shit. Yeah. Uh, frozen yeah. foods, which <laughs> that's not going to help if what? the shit goes so, down. So prices are going to rise and you're just supposed to like, what, have a second house that like you move into after you burn up the resources of the first house. You have a fully stocked house with all of your products. All of your cleaning products, all of your paper products, you have a whole garage full of them. Yeah. 
Well, he's not you done. Own, you have your own. This is you have your own warehouse at this point. Open up an LLC. Start a market. Buy all of your products as inventory. Get bulk discount. Buy the products from yourself. Run negative. Turn the debt into money. <laughs> Brett is gonna fucking hang up for this call and be like, "Google debt into money." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sitting there with like a pencil behind your ear. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Here's some other. He's all stuff you will always use, and uh, we've named toilet paper, trash bags, which I don't believe, uh, canned goods, frozen foods. These are all. Other than trash bag, these are good things to have on hand. And the next things are get weirder. Gold, okay. silver, and Bitcoin. Which <laughs> what as what is he gonna do with the like, way? I, I guess after everything is gone, we're going to stand around with our phones and wait like 45 minutes and pay $25 to send money to each other to buy shit. You saying that. Bitcoin is something that you will always need. Makes me think he's going to go broke. I think like that. I think <laughs> I've decided that him framing Bitcoin as something you will always need is, is making me think Robert Kiyosaki is going to be a poor dad. No, not at all. He's sending people more. He's sending more chum to the sharks. He's just That's trying true. to get more idiots to pump up the value for him so that he can dump, jump out when it's at a super high number you know he wants to get more people involved oh here he goes wiley coyote moment coming biggest bubble bust coming baby boomers retirements to be stolen 10 trillion dollars in fake money spending ending government wall street and fed are thieves hyperinflation depression here buy gold silver bitcoin before the coyote wakes up take care this guy coyote. <laughs> This guy really wants people. Silver and gold and Bitcoin are three things that I truly, and I know, I know we've heard this our whole lives. Would, if the shit happened, right? If the shit went down and our money was worthless, gold and silver worthless too, to me. And Bitcoin. Yeah. Like it's all worthless. I could sit I, on a pile of fucking gold. I can't eat gold. Well, I, I mean, you could make gold leaf steaks or whatever, but, you know. But he's just trying to ride it out until Donald Trump comes back. He's not talking about going to Mad Max Road Warrior times. Right. Yeah, you're right. He's saying you're hang right. on to silver and then sell it when Trump's back in office and buy a bigger gun. Here's an even worse one. Question. What is the riskiest investment in a global meltdown? Stocks okay. or bonds? So he's talking global meltdown right now. Okay, global meltdown. You're right. Global meltdown is uh, probably, I don't need any of this. I'm not going to pay attention much to like what the price of the company is anymore. I'll be out. He says bonds is is the best, invest, the riskiest okay, investment. Tragically, sense. tragically, rookie investors follow rookie advice of 60 stocks, 40 bonds mixed. Here's, here's what Robert thinks. Buy gold, silver, and Bitcoin as insurance against morons running the world. Remember, a college okay. degree is not a cure for stupidity. So, what is, why he just throws that in there? Like, <laughs> what is that about? Well, people with college degrees telling you you get bonds like crazy. Oh, They're like, I go buy it. all the yeah, bonds in the true. world. You know? Yeah. I never, I, I, I don't even listen. I know what a stock is. You'll never be able to explain to me what a bond is ever. I'll, all I know is this. When I was a little boy, 
my grandma one year for Christmas or birthday or something like that. She said, we got you guys each some savings bonds. Uh, I think it was like, we got you guys each a $20 savings bond, maybe is what it was. And I was like, great, you know, let's, let's have it. I'm going to go buy some stuff with my $20 savings bond. And she was like, oh no, you, you can't spend it. Like it has to sit somewhere for a very long time or something. And then at some point I get money out of that. Never. It just like my 401k when I was a roofer, never saw that money ever. You know, I can't find it. Yeah. Could never find it. When I was a roofer, we did this thing where we made prevailing wages. This is going to piss off our listeners so much when they hear this, but there's nothing I can do about it. I worked at a non-union uh, roofing place. And uh, when you work for the city, you have to make a certain amount, right? And at the time, yeah. it was sixteen fifty an hour. Or it was eighteen fifty an hour. Yeah, I think it was eighteen fifty an hour at the time. Uh, but I was only making nine fifty an hour at the roofing company. So what okay. they did was they paid me nine fifty an hour, and then took the other money up to eighteen dollars an hour, and they said okay. they put it in my four hundred one k. And I did <laughs> nice. this for months and months and months. I would never, I have no idea where that money is and I'll never get it. Uh, that, and that's the damn, the job I'm telling you about is the one where I, where I sat in a truck and breathed in glue. <laughs> like all day. So that's one I could have used the, <laughs> the, uh, prevailing wages money. Yeah. I remember bonds as, um, like you give, you take, $60 and they give you, you give them cash, like real spendable money. They give you a piece of paper. And then in 10 years, if you come back, they give you like $1 more than what you gave them pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So 20, not, I got $21 coming to me. Yeah. I, um, I actually won a savings bond as a prize in like a science fair thing when I was in like sixth grade, I think. And, um, I remember I thought about it every single day until I turned like that age. I was like, it's $60, but I've had it now for seven years, you know? <laughs> um, and I got to ask for it. And my parents are like, that's, that's not around. You know, <laughs> we, had, we had to use that actually. Where would they even, nobody knows where these savings bonds are. Any of them. Nobody knows anything about them at all. They're gone. Right. It was just money my grandma threw down the fucking well. It was like one year for Christmas or one it's year like for donating Easter. donating money to the government is what you Yeah. Doing. One year for Easter, they get me Super Mario Brothers 2. The next year, they're giving us savings bond. And it's like, let's go back to the Nintendo games, man. Right. And those are worth about $400 right now <laughs> if they were in the package. Or that one's over like 25000 that sealed Mario shit. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, that's some of Robert Kiyosaki's tweets, Brad. I want to. I want to tell you one other thing. I, I had a slight meltdown oh, no. this week, and I wanted you to uh, make fun of me for it. I guess, okay. and uh, okay. for the listeners. So I told you about my gold bond issue, not being able to get the gold bond minty powder. Right. So I googled it. Oh, so okay. I go on uh, Amazon. They have it, but for $27. I I told you about it. What? Yeah, you're fucking telling me. Uh, And that's prime. That's not some fucking person 
you know, that guy they ruined his life for selling toilet paper or whatever, or hand sanitizer. <laughs> Remember that yeah. guy? Uh, it's not yeah. that. Okay. It's fucking literally uh, $27 just to get it. So I'm like, well, I'm not buying that. So I end up buying this stuff called Beast Skin. And I'm okay. like, that's not too bad. You know, and I like Beast. I like to be called Beast, you know? Really? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. When you I'm in the be, fucking be gym, beast all I, when I'm in the gym, all I do is say, you're a fucking beast, dude. You're a yeah, fucking beast. Now it. that I'm a creatine, I'm beasting every day. Yeah, you're beast mode all the time. I am. I saw a guy. I've, I always wonder what people are listening to when they're going really nuts working out and like really lifting heavy weights. Uh, I finally, I, I caught somebody's phone. Death grips. Those guys listen <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, that's grips. a good one. That's a good one. That's <laughs> definitely a good. There's lots of death metal. There's a good um there's a good metal playlist on Spotify for working out. I think it's called Beast Mode actually. <laughs> the most beast guy at the gym is listening to Death Grips, just to let you all know. <laughs> okay. So okay. I like so it. So I post about this. And uh I bought Fromunda, by the way. That's the new one I yeah. bought. Spearmint yeah. Fromunda. Bro, you can't buy anything that doesn't talk about your balls on it. You can't buy yeah. a fucking classy thing. Beast skin was as close as I could get. The rest okay, of it was it. called like monkey butt, which I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so doing monkey butt, you know. Okay. Um, so then somebody responds to me. And I was like, you know, the reason that this stuff isn't here is because the talc causes cancer. Okay. Oh. So if anybody remembers last year, my favorite uh suntan lotion suntan lo i call it suntan lotion i know it's called sunblock but i, I do too <laughs> it's suntan lotion i say it to everybody yeah. i grew up in suntan lotion times it's our half eight <laughs> yeah. so anyway that stuff got first of all it got recalled because it caused cancer it had something in it uh, that caused oh cancer no. yeah never came back so I had thought maybe the reason it caused cancer is because some chemical accidentally got in the mix, you okay. know, and sure. that's what happened. No, it was just one of the ingredients caused cancer made that way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the cancer way. causing stuff. Uh, same thing with talc. Talc causes cancer. Uh, I knew this, by the way, I had been told this by people years ago when I started using baby powder in my underwear. Uh, which just clumps up, but doesn't even work. Um, it's a really bad idea. Yeah, you just that sounds horrible. Yeah, you get these clumps of powder in all the crevices in your underwear. Really bad idea. But I had a baby in the house, Smart. so I was like, "I'm, I'm just gonna use what she's using." Yeah, but the, somebody was like, "Yeah, that stuff's got talc in it. Talc causes cancer." And you know, we're talking 2000s because of you know Gwen was like, Gwen's almost 18. And, um, so I'm laying in bed. I have an empty bottle of gold bond on the floor next to my dresser that I just haven't picked up cause I'm fucking lazy. And uh, my brain will not stop thinking like I was putting talc on myself this whole time. Like I was actually willingly buying the talc one uh -huh. rather than getting the the yellow one which is talc free uh -huh. i thought right i wanted the mint stuff because i like that mint 
I like that mint feeling down there. I'm really looking for a, a fucking hard and strong mint ball powder. Is okay. really what I'm into. Oh God, dude. I know people. Money. Yeah, they don't make it strong enough for me. They don't. Okay. I'm willing to endure some pain, dude. I'm talking about. Tangy. I'm talking about stuff that would burn inside my dick pole for what? like a minute, and then I'd be okay. I, it's what I'm looking for. Stiff wake up ball. I just want fucking the most powerful ball powder that's ever existed. And they don't okay. make it because people are such fucking like my father-in-law, such a fucking wimp. He used the, uh, the, the mint stuff and was like, oh, it's too much. It hurt my balls and all this stuff. It's like, oh, all right, dude. You know, you can't handle it. baby. Um, I sat and worried about this talc situation in my powder for several days. We're not talking about, I'm, I was just worrying about it and just thinking about it. Man, why was I buying the talc? I went in there today, right before we recorded the podcast, and I picked up the thing off the floor. It says talc-free on it. I wasn't even using talc. They don't <laughs> make talc. But I was convinced. I was like, fuck, I sprayed cancer all over my body. Like last summer, I was spraying cancer spray all over my body and then dumping cancer powder in my underwear and smoking cigarettes as I walked around town. That's luxury. Is, everything causes cancer. Yeah, it's that's fucked true. Up. That is true. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Because suntan lotion's fucked now for me. It's all fucking shitty. I mean, the stuff you gave me for my face is good it's but it's just for my face right it's probably got cancer in it though too well no because if you spray it that's spray right i think the it's cancer the spray benzene was the stuff in the neutrogena spray that i was really into okay um they don't make it no more the hundred hundred proof i don't even know what that is i just call it proof i need hundred proof i'm uh yeah i've taken to the mineral stuff but it doesn't work that well. You really need like a half mineral, half cancer blend, I think. But I look like a damn goat. I look like a mine. It goes on so white. It's embarrassing. You're just so, running around doing, yeah, like uh, clown makeup. I put the Brett face makeup on, the Brett face suntan okay. lotion on, and I'm like, that's pretty fucking nice, you know? And, um, I don't use the gold bond friction defense and I'm going to explain to you why friction defense. Yeah. I use that for a while. It's not minty enough. It doesn't hurt at all. Okay. When you put it on Black's mint. zero pain at all. So anyway, sunscreen is what I, like they don't make it anymore. Like that Neutrogena shit that was giving uh -huh. me cancer to the point where I'm turning into one of those old people. Where I'm like, just give me the cancer lotion. You know what I uh -huh. mean? Yeah. Because this stuff. It's fine. This, yeah. This shit I'm using, it gunks up the spray thing okay. every time. That's a bad invention right there. You, it shouldn't gunk anything up. Neutrogena never gunked up, dude. And wow. when it went on, when it went on, you didn't even fucking know it was on. I mean, it was in getting air in your skin and building cancer skin cancer cells and stuff but you didn't like really know it was there you know sure. so yeah talc hey stay away from talc everybody i thought it was no illegal talc. to sell talc but uh i don't know does it come from elephants or something no i don't think i think you, you mine for it yeah you gotta dig it out somewhere right you go into a cave and you 
the Johnson and Johnson company goes into a cave and uses slave labor to get the talcum powder out of there. Blows a um, mountain open to get the talc underneath. Yeah. I'm so mad though about this whole thing, this whole cancer thing. I, I just, but I, I'm telling you, if anybody out there knows of a truly painful powder, please send me okay. some. Everybody, everybody in the chat is like slap some Vicks on there or a um somebody uh, somebody else said uh somebody else the vicks i'm not doing i don't like vicks i don't like smell of it at all and somebody else said a habanero and we know i don't have one of those in the house um that's that's cruel that's rude i'm gonna get a habanero soon but i need something so cold like something something that when you put it on You'll make like a quick noise. I think is what I'm looking for. Like, ah, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause I want to be feeling it like an hour later. Maybe I'll just go to my doctor and be like, Hey man, what's, what's the most pain? <laughs> what's the most painful powder to put on your balls that won't cause me cancer? <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a good doc question. And people are at, people I'm sure are going to be like, Brian thinks is thinking in a porno way. Like, as in, like, I want my balls to hurt, like those guys that get their balls stepped on and stuff. And that right. is not what I want. I just, people do not understand what freshness is. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. I want to, I am addicted to freshness. I want to be fresh all the time in all ways possible. So, mm-hmm. please help okay. me out. That would be great. Sounds great. It. CBT, cock and ball torture. Yep, I don't want that. Uh, somebody said, I, uh, methanol cereal said, Ivana bitch, menthol tobacco flavored vodka. <laughs> if we had yeah. that, Brett would still be drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chassis ice. I did see the chassis. I did see chassis. Mira in the chat said chassis ice. I did see chassis. I'm not against it because it's like not that gross of a word. So I'm in there. I love balls. Um, Damn, we get raided. We get raided every time. Uh, we love you all. I'm glad you raided us, but I'm going to watch Dynamite. So yeah, thanks, gang. 